Hey guys, before we hop into this week's episode, we would like to ask you to consider supporting our show through Apple subscriptions or Patreon. We are an independent podcast run by two dads, and each of us have our own day jobs. We are supported by listeners like you, so if you enjoy the show and would like to see it continue, just think of it as tipping one of your favorite pods. You can subscribe for as little as $5 a month on Apple or Patreon, and either way, you will get ad-free episodes a full day early, and more importantly, you will get two extra Quick Take episodes every single week. That means that you will get a grand total of four shows every week to listen to. Thank you to all of you for tuning into this episode. We especially want to say thank you to all of you who already helped support the show through Apple or Patreon. All right, guys, we're done with all the boring stuff. Let's get into the episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. Hope you're all having an excellent week. We are a podcast where we cover the topic of gaming and release episodes every Monday and Thursday. Please make sure to rate our podcast five stars, leave us a review, and if you like what we do and want to help support the show, head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com, where you can become a Patreon supporter. We are just a couple of dads with regular day jobs, so that will help fund our podcast, and on top of that, you will get an extra perk of getting two extra Quick Take episodes every single week. Since today is Thursday, that means it is time for This Week in Gaming. It has been a very eventful week. We have lots to talk about today, so we're going to jump right into it. I am your host, Paul, and then joining me, he has only 7,000 people in queue in front of him to log into Lost Ark. It's Josh. I That is no exaggeration, <laughs> man. This, that's twice now that this has happened to me. It's like... <laughs> I can't stop playing just because uh-huh. if I do, I know that I'm going to have a 7,000 person queue in front of me. <laughs> right. And the other night that equated to an hour wait uh, for me to even get in the game. So yes, that's, that's, that's factual. <laughs> <laughs> the longest queue I've seen yet is 8,500. Now I will say I tried logging in right before we started recording and I was able to get in without a queue, which is kind of wild because we're going to go over a couple of numbers. Right now, they're currently at their peak. So it seems like they're actually handling the servers <laughs> relatively well. But uh, suffice it to say, the biggest week, the biggest news this week, Josh, is the release of Lost Ark, which we have been looking forward to for a very long time. I would just like to point out for all of those people that wondered why we kept talking about Lost Ark you know, and going like, yeah, you guys have mentioned this before. You know, it's like, yeah, I've heard it on the show. And then we had another little story about it. And we talked about being hyped about it. This is why. <laughs> Trust it's the number us, one game. Man. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're here for the listeners, man. Our job is to put good games in front of you or bad games in front of you and say, don't play these. But that's why we kept bringing up Lost Ark, because we were saying, hey, this is this is hyped right now. You know, this is worth your time to look into. and. You know, we hadn't played it, but every, all signs pointed towards, hey, this is going to be awesome. The game releases, lo and behold, guess what? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I mean, you and I had played the beta. We had decided a very long time ago, we're going to deep dive Lost Ark. So we're not going to jump into all the specifics here today. We're mostly just going to cover the release and how that's gone. And then we are going to be getting a full hour-long episode solely devoted to Lost Ark, but I could not be happier to see the success of this game, Josh. 
I said I felt like this was a litmus test if the MMO genre was dead. Because Lost World, or sorry, New World, <laughs> Lost, Lost World is New Jurassic World. Park. <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. All right, so yes, uh, New World released, and it had some big numbers that quickly disappeared. With Lost Ark, I think we're seeing the exact opposite. We saw people who were so excited to play that they were buying Founders Packs just to get three-day early access. The game went fully free-to-play just last Friday. There are currently, as of right now on Super Bowl Sunday when we're recording this, 1.3 million players right now playing Lost Ark. By far the number one game on Steam right now. It has more than 400,000 more users than CSGO, which is now currently number two. I cannot believe how big this game has exploded in such a short amount of time. For those that don't know, 1.3 million concurrent players is an awful lot. Like, you know, Wildly this high. is, yeah, that's like, the, the, there's a few different ways to measure games. One is total sales. One is how many people are playing this right this minute. And that's what the concurrent players is. And it is very rare to get a game where you have over a million people playing it simultaneously. Like, that's the kicker, right? This is not, hey, how many people are playing Lost Ark Total? This is right this second, how many people are playing. And (laughs) 1.3 million is a huge number when it comes to how many people are playing a game at any given moment. And it's a game that has only been released technically for two days. Yeah, it's it's nuts. <laughs> it, it, one of the downsides is the the queue system. You know, there the the launch on Friday for the free to play that was the actual global launch. There were some launch issues. The game was completely taken down. Instead of having intermittent issues where people were getting kicked out and lag was so terrible that you couldn't play, they actually just took the servers down completely. I actually support that opinion. I know, or that that tactic, I guess. I know there was a lot of people that were very upset, but what happened is they fixed it and they said, look, when they come up, people can play it. And they it, it worked. Now, you might have to get into a 7,000-person <laughs> queue, but when you're in the game, the game is running flawlessly. I have had almost no instances of server-caused lag, maybe a tiny hiccup here and there, but once you're in, you're in. And I have to give them credit. Even though the launch was a little bit rocky, the way that they handled it, I thought was really good. Well, and it really just showed how excited everybody was for the release that there were mobs of people trying to watch Lost Ark on Twitch, but the game was down. And so I saw that even like Asmongold was doing reaction videos to old Lost Ark videos that were all in Korean. And so like everyone was just craving that content so bad. But I got to say for, for the way MMOs tend to launch, this one actually launched relatively well. It was down. You could not initially log in for early access or on Friday for the global release. But honestly, we've definitely seen worse. Now, you mentioned just how many people 1.3 concurrent users is. That's the second all-time high on Steam. There has only been one other game that had a peak more than 1.3 million players playing at one moment. Do you think you can guess the game or maybe the player count? What do you think might have been the all-time high? It's got to be a huge AAA title. Um, something like GTA Five, <laughs> you know, something something up Good there guess. in that echelon of like, you know, hey, this is one of the, like the best all time type games. Um, I'll, I'll just say GTA Five. 
Really good guess. It is PUBG from January 2018. Now, 1.3 million people playing Lost Ark is the second all-time high. The number one all-time high for PUBG, 3.2 million people at once. Oh, my goodness, dude. That's, That's how big insane, of a phenomenon it was. Dude. PUBG, I mean, it's, I, I should have known. <laughs> PUBG in its heyday was absolutely just world-shatteringly popular, man. It really, really was. Yeah, so I think, I, I, and I would assume that you agree with me, I think what kind of sets Lost Ark apart is the perspective and just the pace of the combat. Like, this game, compared to most MMOs, it's very fast, the quests run very quickly. This game is almost like reading a book that has two-page chapters. You know how like, you always feel that propulsion to keep going when you finish a chapter of a book? This game has quests that you complete sometimes in eight seconds, at most maybe two to three minutes, and you're kind of like working your way through these zones so quickly, it seems to be drawing people in, keeping them interested while dragging in more people. I don't think 1.3 is the highest concurrent we're going to see. I, I wouldn't be shocked if this still builds over the next couple of weeks with word of mouth. I think the hype is getting started, to be honest. Um, we've been hyped for this game before it launched. I think what we're going to see is a little bit of the Valheim effect. We're already seeing it uh, like in our Discord server, right? Like yeah. We have listeners that have said, hey, you, know, you guys kept talking about this. I see you guys are playing it. How do you like it? We've been dropping some hints in there about how we're feeling about the game. We have had multiple people that said, hey, I don't really know a whole lot about this. I, they picked it up, and then literally like an hour later, they come back, and they're like, dude, this game is so much fun. I, like, I'm having a blast. And we're kind of going like, right? So I think what's going to happen is we're going to see the Valheim effect where word of mouth is going to spread. And I, I'm with you, man. I think the hype is only going to build. Part of it is it's free to play. Yeah, it's it's very hard to not at least give it a shot, right? Like that's that's one of the things where it's like, okay, well, I'll download it and I'll try it. Let me see what it's about. And then I know that we have talked to many people where this game doesn't seem like it's a game that they would normally say is their favorite genre, or you know, maybe they've not played a game like this, and then they try it and they go, "Wow, this is really fun." And yep. I think that's just going to continue. I think friends are going to tell friends, hey, did you, if you guys tried Lost Ark, it's free to play. I just picked it up. I'm having a blast with it. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that in the, in the coming weeks. I think you're absolutely right. And there's probably a lot of casual gamers that don't listen to gaming podcasts. They don't watch streamers. There's probably people that still don't know what Lost Ark is. Now, I will say I've been hit by a ton of Lost Ark ads, like on Reddit and on websites, because I don't have ad blockers. So I wouldn't be shocked if we still pull in a lot more casual people that may honestly still not even know what Lost Ark is, but they're going to start to hear about it. Now... You have been playing your Paladin Warrior so far as your main. I've been playing my War Dancer Martial Artist. I think we've both been seriously enjoying it. I also cannot wait to start playing alts and to get to know the other play styles. I am just so happy to see that MMOs are not dead. It just shows we needed an MMO that was actually creative, had something that set it apart from others, which in this case I think is mostly the combat, and it's free to play. And you know what? This game is going to make so much money off of the cosmetics in the in-game store. We already saw more than 1.5 million people ended up pre-ordering the game, buying the Founders Packs. 
I mean, they're going to make money hand over fist. And honestly, I think they deserve it. It's a very creative game. It's so well done. I don't, I'm with you. I don't want to spoil too much because we are going to deep dive this in a little bit. Um, but I think one of the main things people think about when they think MMO is grindy. And the problem is, is that the recent release of New World only accentuated that. I was talking with some buddies of ours earlier today, was playing it a little bit ago before we started recording. And the quest was literally like, go talk to this guy, run back, go talk to that guy. And I, I made the joke that in New World, that would be a 20-minute quest because you would spend 19 of those minutes running. Right. And in, <laughs> in, in Lost Ark, it literally took me five seconds. Yep. You know, and while there is always going to be some kind of grind in an MMO if you want to do the end game, you know, higher end content, in Lost Ark, they make it so enjoyable to do that grind that you don't feel like you are grinding. And to me, between the combat and the quality of life stuff, in my opinion, the quality of life stuff is bar none the best I have ever ever seen in an MMO. I don't understand how they do it, but they do it and it makes the game incredible and you don't feel like you're grinding, which I really, really appreciate. Yeah, I'm 100% with you there. I think it really is a special game. So for those out out there who haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. It's free. You got no reason not to try. And then our next story here this week, Josh, I'll kind of toss this one to you, but we did receive a little bit of news for Call of Duty that Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 are officially announced and they will be released before the end of this year. I got a little bit excited about this. Now, we have not played Warzone in quite some time. I think we we really had our fill of Battle Royale type games. You and I are big fans of that genre. I mean, Apex is still, I think, number two on our leaderboard. Warzone is ranked very highly. Um, you know, so we are fans of the genre. We definitely enjoy that. Warzone got a little stale to me. It got a little sweaty for me. We just, you know, we've been playing other games. There is a part of me that still goes, man, I, I'd enjoy a round or two of Warzone from time yeah. to time. Like, I just really do enjoy those types of games. And so when they announced Warzone 2, I went, wow, this is, this is actually a pretty big announcement because Warzone is still just crushing it you know, with its player base. I mean, go on Twitch, look at clips, you know, highlight clips, any of that stuff. Warzone's insanely popular still. Um, so I think that was worthwhile to say, hey, it's it's officially been announced. Now, they haven't really given us a whole lot of detail yet. Did you ever play Modern Warfare? I think I did. But to be honest, Josh, there are so many Call of Duties at this right. point. I really <laughs> honestly could not say with any certainty, but I am 90% sure that I played Modern Warfare. Yes. See, I was, you know, famously, I've not ever played a Call of Duty game until we started playing uh, Cold Black War. Ops Cold War. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was the first one that I ever jumped into. I remember getting into that and enjoying it, but every it seems like the universal thing thought process from Call of Duty fans was that Modern Warfare was the cream of the crop when it came to like Call of Duty multiplayer. And I never played it. So I, it's one of those things where I go, you know, I, I hear that from just about everybody. I'm a little sad that I missed it because all of the Call of Duty fans says, hey, this was the cream of the crop when it comes to multiplayer, you know. Um, and so when when they announced Modern Warfare 2... That excites me a little bit because it's like, is this going to be, am I going to get a chance to play, you know, the, what I missed, you know, except yeah. in a newer, hopefully enhanced, better version. 
Um, and so that excites me a little bit as well. I just I don't know what to expect in that, but the fact that they actually came out and announced both of these, and they also announced that they are going to interlink. They're they're approaching Warzone two to where it's going to interlink with the Call of Duty franchise even more than it does right now. Right now, I am just excited to see Warzone two. Because I didn't know that they made Warzone a perfect game. They got rid of the bugs. They got rid of all the cheaters. And now we're ready for Warzone 2. I'm just so excited. I didn't know that we got Warzone 1 to where it needed to be. Josh, uh, uh, come on. How do they not fix Warzone 1 before going to Warzone 2? Because it's the hype. It's the hype machine, man. You know? Okay, but, but seriously, what can they do in Warzone 2 to make it better than Warzone 1 other than giving you another map. Like Warzone's not that old. I don't know what they can really improve from a gameplay standpoint. Skill-based matchmaking, Paul. That's okay, what they can improve sure. because I'll tell you this. Uh in a in a shooter and especially in a battle royale, don't put me up against the guys that can do 500 actions a minute. <laughs> and I've seen these videos. I enjoy watching like highlight clips, right? It's they're they're all over Instagram and stuff like that. And like I I I appreciate good gameplay, but I see these people and I'm just like, this is absolutely like top level type stuff. And I feel like we come up against those in every game time. we play. I'm not that good. <laughs> Don't put me up against people like that. You know, so if anything else, if you give me Warzone 2 and say, hey, you get to play with the other old men that are pretty good at video games, but are not sweaty pros, I, I, you know, that would interest me a lot more. I want to feel like I stand a chance. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the battle royale genre, I feel is definitely a little tired. I, every once in a while, will dabble back into things. It's been a, this is probably the longest stretch for me where I have not touched Apex. I have not touched Warzone. It's definitely been a minute and I've really enjoyed my times in Halo Infinite and in Lost Ark. And I'm just starting to get into some of the PvP of Lost Ark and things of that nature. So, you know, Warzone 2 is definitely something that I would check in on and and give it a shot. I always appreciated the use of like military electronic equipment and stuff, like having the heartbeat sensor. I thought that stuff was really neat. So, you know, I'm I'm curious to see what they come out with, but at this point, a new battle royale is not going to be enough to grab my attention. I'm going to want to hear what sets it apart. Yeah, I, I'm very curious. If it's just a rehash or, like you said, a new map or something or a few weapon yeah. skins, I could care less. At that point, I'm with you. You made the funny joke, but there is a lot of truth behind it as to why not just fix Warzone and make it better. Yeah. But I have a feeling they need to kind of refresh the the, the name or the brand a little bit, and this is probably their tactic to try to do that. <laughs> sure. Recycle the old code and put a two at the end of it? Yeah, is that, exactly. Is that, yep. Yeah. It works. It, <laughs> you can't, it does you can't work. Deny it. Sadly, it does work. I don't know why. It's also the uh, the Madden FIFA model. Oh <laughs> just, man! Just add another gamer. one at the end. I, I don't mean this. I mean I'm a gamer, but sometimes we as gamers are are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we do like shelling out money for retreaded, you know, old yeah. remasters, remakes, reskins. Oh man. Okay. So this next story is one of my favorite stories this week because. It, the, 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 the name of the person associated with the story could not be any funnier. But Josh, Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser was sentenced to over three years in jail this week. Now, 
it's it's not a funny situation, but the idea of a person being sent to jail with the name Bowser for hacking Nintendo could not be a funnier coincidence. I love that every news story actually points out instantly that this is yes. no relation unrelated. to yeah, unrelated to the evil, you know, turtle dragon bad guy. Yes. In Mario. Koopa uh, Bowser I, not related to Gary Bowser. Yeah. It's just I mean, the only way this could be more perfect if the, the guy's first name was Mario or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah so this is this is a weird story. I a lot of the stories I ran across just kind of gave you like a short paragraph, right? Like they said, Bowser was a part of a hacker group called Team Executor, and they were doing something about jailbreaking switches, and obviously whatever they were doing was illegal. He was deported back to the United States, and he's going to be in prison for a few years. I ended up watching a 14-minute YouTube video... <laughs> On what Team Executor does, Josh, I still don't have a single idea because they were talking about mods, and I cannot believe some of the wild stuff these people do with hardware, and I still don't fully understand what it even allows you to do. Dude, I am dying, Paul, because I read this article, and then I went, okay, yeah, guy got in trouble. Okay, yeah, they did something bad with modding these systems. But what were they doing? I went down the internet (laughs) rabbit hole. I was literally Googling, like... Yeah. Gary Bowser hacks. What are they? Like, what do hacked, like, Nintendo Switches do? And I couldn't find an answer. So <laughs> I, so I think what I have figured out with my very limited brain capacity for this topic <laughs> is that they are essentially launching their own operating system and letting them run whatever software they want, most problematically emulators and ROMs. So I did read in some some circumstances you can actually run software from a completely different console on another console. I guess Team Executor made a name for themselves back with the original Xbox. I guess even Bill Gates had come out and talked about how impressed he was with what modders were doing with the Xbox. But... I just immediately started laughing when they said Team Executor got back into the public name because people realized you could exploit the Switch by taking a paperclip, removing the right Joy-Con, connecting the paperclip to two different parts of the right Joy-Con rail, entering a bunch of button combinations, and then it would restart it in USB recovery mode, which I guess is what Team Executor used to create their own hardware device that you could plug into the Switch. It used that exploit and then would let you run emulators and ROMs on the Switch. Now, the main problem, Josh, is that they have made millions of dollars selling this hardware, and that's why they definitely landed in deep trouble on this yeah. one where you see multi-year prison sentences. Yeah, they're they're in big trouble. This is a, a huge no-no. Um, and it's funny because I, one of the articles that I was reading on it said that they he got fined like $4.5 million from the government, I think, for breaking the law. And then Nintendo came after him and he agreed with Nintendo to pay a $10 million fine yeah. And the way the article made it sound is he was like, yeah, I probably should do that. You know, sorry, Nintendo. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, if you got $10 million to just spare yeah. to pay Nintendo back, like you've made an awful lot of money at that point. <laughs> so yeah, the there was about, definitely funds to be made. <laughs> this is the thing about criminals, right? Like know when to stop. If you've got this much money, 
All you needed to do was just pocket it and just move on, you know, retire, find a new hobby or just, you know, continue your modding career in private. Just don't, you know, sell it and put a spotlight on yourself. The, the best part is, is that they mentioned that they extradited him from like the Dominican, Dominican Republic, Republic or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so this dude's living on the beach with his millions. Like, that's the dream, well, right? <laughs> well, and then I read that his buddy who made even more money is living in Paris and they're never going to extradite him. So I was like, Oh, so like this guy should have just chosen a different country. Like, why yeah. is he still chilling in the Dominican Republic? Uh, there's no Republic? beaches in Paris, Paul. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we have our final story of the week, which I really loved. Now, Josh, before I share some of the details, I got a couple questions for you. Ooh. Have your kids ever bought something using one of your credit cards without your permission? No. I can only think of one time this happened in my household. And it was a complete accident. So my daughter, Anna, was a toddler, and she purchased Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Voodoo by grabbing the controller and pressing a bunch of random buttons. So all of a sudden, one day, my wife asked me, what'd you buy on Voodoo for $20? And I was like, I I don't use Voodoo. Who uses Voodoo? And then I end up going on the TV, checking Voodoo. Sure enough, I owned Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, uh, second question for you, Josh. How much money do you think you have spent on microtransactions over the course of your life? I have bought some card packs from Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's about it. So maybe $100 total. Okay. Well, Josh, we got news this week of a dad who was able to get a refund after his daughter spent $20,000 on microtransactions inside Genshin Impact which was all put on his credit card without his knowledge. He did not even know until he realized he had over $20,000 of unpaid credit card debt that they were trying to collect from him. $20,000. Number one, that kid's grounded forever. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Number two, how do you not notice 20 grand being spent? I'm guessing these are credit cards that normally have zero balance and you don't check the balance. And then all of a sudden you start getting these notices by mail. $20,000. But it's like you could spend $20,000 on a lot of garbage. But the fact that these are microtransactions inside Genshin Impact, I can't think of a worse way to spend $20,000 if we're being perfectly honest. My daughter played Genshin Impact for a little while. The game looks fine, to be honest with you. I've never played it. It seems like a very well done game. I think that you know there's a lot to offer there. I don't know what the microtransactions involve or what you get out of them. Oh, I can tell you. Oh, really? It's loot boxes. This is why people hate the model so much. It's loot boxes that contain random equipment and items. And so you can't just go out and buy the item you want. You might have to buy hundreds, if not thousands of loot boxes in hopes that you're going to land that item that you're looking for. I kind of wonder if this kid knew that they were spending 20 grand. Like, that's the other question. Is this like, did the kid know, like, every time you click this, that you're spending dad's money? Or was this just like, hey, look, another loot box. Like, I'll open that one. Maybe I'll get that sword I wanted. (laughs) All I know is that all of the purchases were made over a six week period. So this is not like 20,000 spent at once. This is like 
Oh, day so this in, kid day knew what they were doing. Boxes. This I kid think, knew I think what they, knew. they were doing. Oh, <laughs> yes. man. I just, I, I mean, I'm number one, I'm really glad that he got a refund. I don't know how you process $20,000 worth of microtransactions and then go in and refund them. I'd hate yeah. to be the customer support person that had to deal with that. <laughs> you know, but I feel like there should be built-in things, honestly, into games that just says like, hey... You know, are you sure? Are you okay? Right. Are you? Yeah. You know, did 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 you? Are you having a seizure and repeatedly hitting buy on your yeah. keyboard, or are you actually intending to spend this money? You know, or aren't there like child accounts where it's like you know, it's like, hey, you're a child. If you want to purchase something, your parent has to go and put a pin number in to say that they authorize this. It just seems like this shouldn't happen in today's day and age. Probably shouldn't. I'm guessing this kid had the four-digit pin. Because, yeah, anytime you try to buy something on my phone, it asks for your fingerprint or the four-digit pin. So, yeah, you know, I, I did see that several of the articles that talked about this did mention that this is not even really out of the ordinary. That whenever you have a free-to-play game like this, they really just rely on the whales. Like, I saw this in multiple articles. They said it's not uncommon to have whales who are willing to drop tens of thousands of dollars on these games because they get hooked, they love it, they have excess money to spend, and so you might have just a couple of people who are essentially funding the entire game. Now, Genshin Impact, I mean, there's uh, like 100 million players. I mean, the game is enormous. I'm sure they have a ton of whales like this. So I don't necessarily fault them for thinking, well, 20,000 dropped over six weeks. There's probably 100 people who do that on a, like, a regular basis. Yeah. I. <sighs> it's just a sad just, use of money. Can if you, you imagine ask me. the conversation that you'd have with your kid? Yeah. Like this, I feel like this is back in the days of like the phone numbers that you could call that would charge you per minute. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And like it's like distance. you just, yeah, like you leave the phone off the hook, you know, accidentally. And so it just racks up like 18 hours worth of charges at however, whatever the toll was back in the day. Yep. You know, and then your parent just getting the bill and then being like, Josh, get in here. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Oh, my goodness. I Yeah, I'm just so glad the guy got it all refunded. I guess initially they were trying to only give him half his money back. I think he recouped the second half from the credit card company. But regardless, he was able to get his money back. And for all of you parents out there, you know. Make sure you've got your parental controls <laughs> set because it might be an upward or uh, an uphill battle trying to get your money back on microtransactions. I, oh I may or may not, when I was a teenager, Paul, have gotten my parents' credit card, which they gave to me uh-huh. to do something, <laughs> and then never asked for it back for like the next two weeks. Okay. And then since I had this credit card available to me as a uh, as a teenager, I I might have, you know, put gas on their credit card and fast food oh. and and other things that I was not supposed to be buying at the time. Uh but I did get busted. I did get in a lot of trouble <laughs> and I did have to pay all the money back. So I I get it, it on the one hand, but on the other hand with technology nowadays, like I get notifications all the time that pop up on my phone that say, "Hey, you know, there was a charge for, you know, whatever amount is this you?" You know, I I just I feel like there's a way that you should know if 20 grand goes goes missing all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I will give you props for at least buying gas and food and not just like ordering 30 <laughs> video games where you would immediately get caught. Like at least you were kind of, you, you were sneaky enough about it that you could probably get away with it for a little bit, even though you got busted. I did get busted. Oh man. 
All right. Well, we're out of time here for this week in gaming. Thank you so much to everyone out there for joining us. Just as a reminder, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a review if your podcast app allows. And also as a reminder, if you want to support what we do here, if you like our content, you want it to continue, head on over to MultiplayerSquad.com. That goes to our Patreon page where you can support us starting at $5 a month. You do get some awesome perks on top of just getting to support our show. So you do get two extra episodes every week. You also get our episodes a day early. So go on and check that out. We'd love to also have you on our Discord server. There is a link in the episode description. And I think that's it for today, Josh. So we're done with This Week in Gaming. We're going to be back on Monday with a bonus round episode. And we're going to have a pretty big announcement. I think that's going to be a really fun episode for our people to listen to. Some would say a huge announcement. Huge announcement. Yes. Yes. So we'll we'll leave it on that cliffhanger. <laughs> Happy gaming to everyone out there. We'll see you all on Monday. All right. See you, everybody. <laughs>